Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Emotional Mastery with Rochelle. This is a podcast where I talk about my journey in emotionally, in self-regulating my emotions, everything I've tried throughout this 35 years of this 6-3 emotional manifesting generator life, because I have trialed and erred a ton. I've failed a ton. I've succeeded a ton. So this is really just my space to come talk about everything that I've learned, everything I'm learning, because I think we're always growing. We're always shifting. And yeah, this is just my space to really help you learn the tools to self-regulate, the tools to self-heal, the tools to do your own work, do the work right alongside whatever form of professional healing or help, or even spiritual healing or help healers, psychologists, therapists, doctors, whatever it is, I am here to help you do this internal work within yourself simultaneously, because I think it's so important to heal the body, mind, and soul. And there are a lot of different ways we can do that. But if we're not doing this inner work, if we're not showing up for ourselves and really truly trying to gain awareness, trying to gain confidence, trying to heal past trauma, ancestral trauma, anything, you know, as well as the body, the gut, all that stuff. So really this is just my space to share what I've learned and hopefully it helps someone out there. And I would love to hear from you guys too. So my Information is in the show notes to email, connect on Instagram, anything like that. So this episode, I was really just inspired, kind of, I'll go into a little bit of detail of what's been happening for me over the last seven, eight, nine, almost 10 days, which has kind of spurred this podcast episode specifically. So July 3rd, I decided, well, rather July 4th, July 4th, I decided I didn't want to drink anymore. I decided for the time being, I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know if it's a permanent thing. I don't know if it's a temporary thing. I don't know if it's just a detoxing thing, but all I know is that I'm about 10 days into it and I feel amazing. So I am emotional. I energetically human design, even astrology. I'm a Leo moon and Leo rising. So I got big emotions in the 12th house that are kind of hidden from me sometimes. So sometimes it takes me a while to understand my emotions. It took me a long time to even accept that my emotions were valid. And then once I did accept that they were valid, I understand that it's not that my emotions are never wrong, but I don't necessarily always understand what they're trying to tell me, right? That takes awareness, that takes time, that takes curiosity, it takes non judgmental perspective. It takes a lot, right, to get to that phase. But I've been doing this work for years, really four years from the start of when I really got serious into my into the work, right? The personal development, the spiritual, the expansion, the abundance, all that stuff. So I have been doing all of this work. I had gotten a study meditation practice in. I was doing all the things that I felt were important, experimenting with it all, right? I mean, if I listened to a podcast and they told me to try EFT tapping, I would try it. If I got listened to a podcast and they told me to try, you know, lucid dreaming, I would try lucid dreaming. Like I am a 6'3", which means I am completely trial and error through my whole life. I will try things and fail at things so that I can tell people why it did or didn't work. And I also understand that we are all bio-individual. And so that's where I think this is such a beautiful thing as a health coach, because I have all of these tools in my pocket, things that I've tried, and there are things that I can offer to my clients and know that they may or may not work for them, right? We're all unique, but 
that's the only way you're going to know, right? Is you try it, you fail, you don't like it. Okay. You try it, you fail, you try it again, you like it, you know? So it's all just very personal experiences, but I had, I tried everything. If it came across, you know, my awareness, I was like, okay, let me try it. And especially being emotional and feeling so lost and drowning in my emotions at times, unable to self-regulate with an open G center, that energy of just being a chameleon and not quite knowing who I am. Right. And the beautiful thing about the G center is really that in that, in that uh, unknown of the individual, it's not even so much of an unknown. It's the fact that I can taste and sample all these different energies around me, but it can get really confusing if we don't understand that energy and we take it on as our own, right? So instead of seeing something that someone else is doing and thinking that that's the thing that I need to do, sure, I can try it, but I think it really comes down to not shaming yourself and not attaching to that energy, right? Not attaching to that identity because it's working for one person doesn't mean it's going to be working for you. So I've been doing all this work. I completely just went on a tangent, but yeah, doing all this work. And I feel like I felt like I was, it got to a point where I realized that when I was drinking, I would wake up and be super emotional, super moody, super irritable. And so I was like in such these high extremes of these ups and downs, right? And when you don't have the tools and you don't know how to self-regulate, right? When you're learning about your emotions and you're learning about the awareness of them and you're learning all of these things, it's really unjarring, I guess, maybe is the word, if that's even the correct word, whatever the word is I'm looking for. It's very, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard, right? When you wake up and you're in these extreme lows and I just realized that alcohol wasn't helping. And I've known for about a year that it was going to come to an end at some point, but I stopped shaming myself for having wine. Um, I don't think there is shame in it, right? I think we're all at the perfect place at the perfect time doing the thing that we're supposed to be doing, learning the lesson that we're supposed to be learning, right? And if we don't learn the lesson, it's just going to keep coming back, right? But there are specific lessons that we have to learn on this journey before we can move on to the next one. So whatever phase you're at right now, whatever lesson you're learning is correct. You might fail at it a few times. You might find yourself in the same situations over and over, calling in the same partners over and over, calling in the same jobs over and over, right? Because there's a lesson that you need to learn there. And until you learn it, you're going to keep repeating the cycle. So... About 10 days ago, like I said, I decided I just was tired of hitting those low points and I didn't know if alcohol was going to be the solution to that. Right. I don't, I just, I didn't know. I go through waves, you know, highs and lows, uh, quite often. Sometimes I'll feel great for a month and then I'll feel really low for a week. Sometimes it'll spike within like a week. Sometimes it spikes multiple times per day. So I didn't know if that was going to be the solution, but I decided I would try it. I decided that's what I wanted to do. That was going to be part of the six, three experiment was to see what would happen to me when I gave that up. I, you know, I had given it, I had two kids, so I have given it up for, you know, two plus years in my, you know, 20 plus 23 years onwards, but I was in a different space. I was very disconnected to the spiritual side of myself. I was very unaware. I was very lost. I was very confused. I was very sad. I was very angry. I was just very unaware. I was very, I was not in a good place for most of that time. So it was a different experience. I wasn't intentionally doing it to deepen my spiritual practice. I wasn't intentionally doing it to deepen the connection with myself. I was just doing it because I was pregnant and I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> so that's kind of was like that thought process then. So yeah, so I gave it up and I just, I feel incredible. I have been able to 
meditate. I've been able to really, and I don't want to say structured because I am a six, three, I have a passive mind. Like I am not type a at all. I really need fluidity in my daily routine and daily life. But there are certain things that are important to me. That's working out. That's meditation. That's eating right. That's drinking enough water, right? There are certain things that are just on my list of things to do for the day, you know, whether it's taking a bath or, or doing a face mask or whatever. And so I've been, I guess I've been able to be more structured in that, right? Because I am including all these things. I have started consistently EFT tapping in the morning, um, which has actually been really cool. I had done it a while ago and then it just kind of kept coming up for me in the last like week or so. Yeah, like two, maybe two weeks ago, it came up again. And then I like this rule of threes for me, especially as an emotional authority. If something comes up three times for me, then I'll, then I know it's, and I still feel good about it after three times that I know it's for me. So EFT tapping came up uh, a few times. And so the last time that it came up again, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start my day just five minutes in the morning. I get up because I get up before my kids, especially with the summer, (laughs) I get up before they do. So I get up before my kids and I decided I was going to journal and then do five minutes of EFT tapping in the morning. And I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's just being sober. I don't know if it's being able to deepen my spiritual connection within meditation. I don't know what it is, but I have literally been feeling really good. And I know it's a high of my wave too, but last weekend I had some spikes, some up and downs. And the coolest thing for me was that I had these trigger moments. I had these ups and downs, but I was able to so quickly come back to myself. I was able to so quickly have that awareness of like, okay, I'm triggered right now because this was said. I am triggered and I was able to actually have a conscious and aware moment and come back to, you know, in a situation where I was triggered and be able to say, Hey, my bad for saying what I said just now, but like I was triggered because this was said, Uh, you know, this is how it made me feel. I apologize for projecting onto you because that was incorrect of me. And it was just really empowering, right. To be able to own that and not because, you know, if I had been having a glass of wine or two, I would have been triggered. I probably would have gotten really like my ego would have flared up and I was just, it it becomes an ego battle. Right. So it's just, it's been really cool, but (laughs) this long roundabout introduction to what I really wanted to come on here and talk about is because within that space, right. Within that, there has been some pain that has come up that I maybe wasn't so aware that I was still holding within me. There've been some realizations, some clarity I've gained that I've been trying to come to for a long time. I, you know, they, there's three, there's fight, flight, or freeze reactions to stress, right? I always freeze. That's that's my my reaction, whether it's somebody raising their voice. And not, I don't say always freeze because there are high stress situations in a job-related situation where I actually work great in that situation. I took the Colby test. I don't know if anybody that's listening has taken it, but it was really, really cool. But basically my, it goes with cognitive, not cognitive, but cognitive. That's what it talks about. And that's really just how you react when you're striving for something, right? So in those moments where there's a goal or I'm striving, it's, it tells you how you initiate 
action or how you do things, right? So it goes, there's four numbers, it goes through a score. And so for me, how actually I thrive best and and how I respond to things when I'm achieving a goal or I'm taking action or, or anything like that is to be very unplanned, right? It's to not have those plans and that fact finding, right. To be able to like set everything out. Like I'm much better in the moment. And I've noticed now that I've taken this test and of course I'm reading a book on it. So there'll be probably a whole other episode on that as, because I think it's fascinating and it really aligns to human design. There's a whole other thing too. So I'll get into a whole nother episode another time about the Colby test. But so for me personally, I, I noticed like when I don't have time to think, right? Like when I have to move so quickly, I, I, I work a lot better, right? It's when I have to sit and I have the time to like get anxious over something. That's when I find like I stress, I stress out, right? Because then I start to, to plan. Then I start to organize in my mind and it just, and it doesn't work that way for me, right? So I have to initiate action through actually doing, through trial and error, right? Through just being impulsive in the moment. And like, in, in, even with podcasts, right? I used to, when I first, first started this podcast, I would write everything out. I would plan it out and it just felt so unnatural. And so I decided I was just gonna throw it all the window and just talk and see what came out. Like I, I have, you know, I have written down in my notes app on my phone. When I come up with an idea of a podcast that I want to talk about, I just put a topic, but I don't necessarily go into detail unless there's specific things that come out and like, say I'm at the gym or say I'm somewhere that I don't have time to like flesh it out here. I'll put down like the main topics that I want to talk about, but yeah, I'm just better on the flight. Even when I have guests on here, I think one of them requested the questions because I ask, I, I want to make my guests feel comfortable and it's not just about me. So I ask them, would you rather have a fluid conversation or do you want, or do you want questions? Cause some people work better having questions to answer and we can play within that. Right. That's never so structured that I know exactly what they're going to say. Right. I give them the questions. They can think about it and we see where the conversation goes. And then I've had people who just want to have it flow and I'm good both ways. So yeah, it was just really interesting. So I don't know where that tangent was going to where it came from. But so I had taken that test, which I thought was really interesting, but within, oh, I was talking about healing and pain that had come up and within, yeah, within the space. And so it's really gotten me thinking about a lot. It's gotten me thinking about what I actually enjoy doing, right? I went out last weekend just to see a movie by myself because that's, I enjoy doing things with people and this is what I'm going to come back to. And do, I enjoy doing things with people, but I sometimes feel the pressure to fill this role or to do things that other people enjoy because I think that that's what I'm supposed to do, right? It's taken me a long time to be okay with me. And I think within this journey, which is what I wanted to come on here today and talk about, because it's kind of come up in the past like week or so quite a lot because within this journey of healing, within this journey of growth, within this journey of self-discovery and emotional mastery comes a lot of loneliness. And I think if you are here in this lifetime to do that kind of a kind of work, there's going to be an element of loneliness from childhood. I personally always felt like the oddball, right? With even if you just look at emotions within my family, my family's all into sports, I'm not. That's not emotional, but my family's all into sports. I'm not. I could care less. I my family is competitive. I'm not. I you win, have it. I don't care. I just want to enjoy myself. And if and I would be happier seeing you happier because you won than me winning. 
that's just, I guess that's just, that's just me. That's always the way it's been, but I was the emotional one, the family, right? So I was the dramatic one. I was through like middle school and high school. Like I hung out with the popular kids, but like, I didn't necessarily feel like I fit in. I always felt like I was trying to bend over backwards to be somebody that I wasn't when in reality, I probably would have fit in better if I was just myself, right? I probably would have fit in better if I just went and read instead of going out, right? I probably would have fit in better if I was just authentic to who I was instead of like trying and grasping to like be part of it. And even like as an adult, like I've always felt like, I guess like an old soul, right? Like I hung out with the older crowd I, yeah, I just, I feel like there is going to be, there there is an element of loneliness when you're doing this work, because a lot of times when we are pulling back to find out who we are, and I speak for myself, because like I said, I spent so much of my life thinking that I had to be who other people wanted me to be. I thought I had to be like the way that everybody else was. I thought I was wrong as I was, right? That's that toxic shame. I thought I was wrong. I never thought I was right. I had no confidence. And so it was a really isolating and lonely time. And I tried so hard to fit in with everyone, you know? And so I would really try and push and I was miserable in that. And so, especially now in a different phase of my life, as I grow and heal, it is lonely. Like I said, like I had a conversation and someone was like, oh, well, you could have just gone, you know, here or there, like, cause I had a night off from my kids. <laughs> and part of me felt Almost, I think some shame that I would rather sit in my bed, but then I was like, you know what? No, I, I would rather sit in my bed. And the thing that it comes down to with me too, I think a lot of the times is that I take on a lot when I go out in public, I, it's a lot, it's a big, I connect deeply with people when I connect with people. And that's a deep, that's heavy energy exchange, right? It's not just when, when it's surface level stuff, I feel uncomfortable. It's hard for me to make friends, I think, because of that, because I like to go deep. I like to have, I, 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 I want to get to know your soul. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just, I struggle with acquaintances, right? I don't have many acquaintances. I know people, but the people that I want to share my energy with, my space with, the people that I invite into my sp- sacred space in my home, are people that I have deep connections with. Sometimes they don't always make sense. Sometimes I think they're from past lives. I know they're from past lives because sometimes the connection feels really deep and it almost doesn't make sense because there's some sort of disconnect sometimes, if that makes sense. And if you resonate with this, you know what I'm talking about. Probably some sort of cord from a past life or whatever it is. But I, yeah, I've, and I used to feel really bad about that but now I just accept it for who I am, right? That's just, it is who I am. Sometimes I get jealous. Like, yeah, I would love to like, and 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 I think the people that I get envious of are the two fours, right? Because they're just, or, or just those fourth lines, right? That are just social butterflies and they can just go out and talk to anyone and be social with anyone. And my son is one of them. And I know he's going to be like that when he gets older. And just people that like enjoy any situation in any place and just be adaptable and be able to be in it. And that's just not me. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, when I do go out and I have those connections, like I love connecting with people. It literally lights me up inside. 
to like meet new people and hear their story and connect with them and understand them and like have really interesting conversations. Like that's fun. But because I invest deeply into it and because like I said, it is a big energetic exchange. I don't do it that often anymore because I think I'm, I am like protective of my energy. I am protective of my space, especially because I am doing this work and I'm healing and you get lost in it almost. I remember times when I would spend like every day with a friend and it almost was like, almost like enmeshment at some, on some level, right? Because I would take on their direction as, as my own, or I would think that I would do the things that they were doing. And it made me lose myself a little bit. And I feel like in this space of figuring myself out in this space of really getting to know myself, I need to be with myself without the energy of another influencing me. So it can be really lonely. And I think I've come to the point where I am accepting of that loneliness. I had a conversation the other night with someone and they were really struggling with feeling alone. They were really struggling with not having that many people around them. And it felt like a really lonely and isolating place. And I saw myself in them in a past life in this life, right? A past version of myself. Because now I feel like I have lonely moments. Of course I do. But I come back to myself faster for it. I don't sit in it. I don't swim in it. I know that this is the phase that I'm supposed to be in. And I know that in this space, I'm healing and I'm working and I'm growing and I'm striving towards growing my business. And I'm, I'm doing all these things that legitimately light me up. And I know this is just the phase that I'm in right now. And I'm okay with that. And I know with that comes loneliness. So if you resonate with that and you're in this space in your life, in this phase of your life where there is a lot of loneliness and isolation because you're working on yourself I always just remind myself with anything, right? Like this too shall pass. There are huge lessons in this and the lessons are going to be magical when we learn them, right? The beauty and the reward of fully getting to know myself and and being an empowered, aware, conscious person, there's always going to be levels to grow, right? There's always going to be things that I'm going to heal and there's going to be new things that are going to come up, but I feel this excitement of like what's coming. And I've felt that really for the last I've really felt it since I've started this journey, but it's getting stronger now. It's really getting stronger. I feel like the shift's coming. So just know that, yeah, whatever phase you're in, if you feel loneliness, because it is lonely to be on this path, it is lonely to be in this place in this lifetime. Like you are here for a reason and this is what you're here for, even though sometimes it feels hard. Um, Just, you know, you have those few people that you can trust, even if it's one person that you can trust. That's your support, right? That's that's what you need, having people that understand you and support you. And that's what the beautiful thing is about. I have some of the connections I've made on Instagram within this human design community, within the spiritual community have been amazing. Like deeper connections than people I've actually met in real life. It's been incredible. It's been an incredible journey. And I think that's the other thing that I wanna end this with. I think the space that I've gotten to is the space of not looking for the finish line anymore. I don't know that I'll ever reach that finish line, at least not in this life, right? But being able to actually enjoy these phases and these lessons and this growth, like, yeah, sometimes it's, it's hard, especially when I'm in an emotional low, it's really hard. But knowing that I'm coming to more awareness, knowing that I'm becoming more conscious in that process, 
is really exciting and I'm so excited for what's coming. So thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend, get me on Instagram, email me. I love hearing from you guys. Again, thank you so much. And until next time.